0: It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri-Cities to Olympia to D.C., we break, down, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meets in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson.
1: The same people who complained that the rich and famous are treated differently are awfully quiet after
2: today's events in Chicago. And the Green New Deal saw all of its supporters scurry away in the spotlight. And could a return trip to the Sea of Tranquility
1: be in the near future? But first...
0: Give us your bottom line. It's your voice. Your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline. 509-547-1610.
1: It is the Bottom Line News Radio, 610-KONA, Tuesday afternoon. Rob Francis at Dawson. hanging with you, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved in the program via phone, you can do so via email at 610kona.com. Your name, where you're listening, and what you'd like to say, as well as uh, you can also get a hold of us via Twitter at Bottom Line 610. Podcasts available at 610kona.com as well. Uh, So today, Ed... The Benton County Commissioners were the latest government body to hear about something that has been um, getting a a significant push in the area. Um, Franklin County Commissioners dealt with it last year. Kennewick City Council dealt with it last month. Uh, Now the Benton County Commissioners are hearing pitches from organizations that support needle exchange programs.
2: The Benton-Franklin Recovery Coalition uh, spoke in front of the Benton County Commissioners earlier today at their uh, regular meeting. And this group... They're a multi-pronged group. They are. Their goal is to address and and help those with addiction issues. Yes. Okay? Um, It is not a needle exchange-only program. This is, you know, much like... The situation with ideal option, there are other things going on underneath the umbrella. One of them is a needle exchange program.
1: Now, you could make the argument that this group has has a, 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 a... And when I say a little bit of a different approach, I mean that they are looking to address as many of the issues that have seen aspects of success, uh, as in detox facilities, stabilization facilities. They've got a law enforcement committee uh, that Sheriff Jerry Hatcher is a part of. They've got a medical committee. So they kind of look at all the things that go into, I guess, not just what causes addiction, but some of the ramifications. In other words, if you become addicted, you wind up in jail. How do we deal with the individuals that wind up in jail as a result of this? How do we wind up with those that don't wind up in jail but have a hard time finding treatment, getting treatment, or accepting treatment? So this is a, a little bit of a wider approach as far as the way they go about it, but yes, part of their... I don't want to say mission but part of the part of the the belief aspect in the group in some circles is that a needle exchange program is uh something that is needed to deal
2: with treatment. So one of uh basically they they made a presentation in front of the the commissioners earlier yes. in the meeting because this was an agenda item. Earlier in the meeting, uh they took uh public comment and Uh, One person in particular got up and spoke, Kennewick City Council member Bill McKay. Now, it should be noted that he made it up front and very clear that he was not speaking on behalf of the Kennewick City Council. He was speaking on his own behalf, but he is a Kennewick City Council member. Bill McKay said that he supported most of what this coalition was doing. But he had this to say about the needle exchange program, part of that overall mission.
3: We just opened the needle, they opened the needle exchange in Kennewick. And I'd like to read you an email from Marie Mosley, I'm sorry, to Marie Mosley from Ken Hohenberg. Okay. At last week's council meeting, Councilman McKay asked if the officer working at the needle exchange could get a, a number count of how many needles that were given out along with how many needles that were returned. I advised Council McKay that I would inquire. As you can see below the string of emails, it appears that they now know how many needles they give out, but do not track how many that come in. That is not what I was originally told, nor what was said in public meetings and supported by Dr. Algiers' comments in this response in the string of emails. Algiers comments in this in the string of emails. The bigger issue than how many needles are given and returned is with Everett Maroon not with being forthright in his comments. I am very concerned about needle exchanges. Those needles then are sitting, waiting to be stepped on, picked up, pricked, we're, we're, I'm, I don't think we're doing any good. These people, if they want needles and syringes, Ranch and Home has a really big supply. And you can buy them anytime you want. When I was a farmer, I bought all the syringes and needles I needed. I still can get them. You can get them on the the Internet. Uh, We don't need to enable enable these people as far as I'm concerned.
2: Again, Bill McKay uh, speaking earlier at the Benton County Commissioner's meeting. He is a member of the Kennewick City Council. He was not in that capacity today. Just want to make that abundantly clear. He was there as a as a regular citizen saying that he doesn't think needle exchanges should be a part of the overall approach that's taken to the addiction issue that the group Benton Franklin Recovery Coalition was talking about. Uh, earlier now, this was a preliminary meeting, uh, a preliminary introduction, if you will, uh, between the coalition and the commissioners. Nothing was decided. There was no talk about opening up needle exchange clinics anywhere in Benton County. There wasn't anything like that. However, it is noteworthy, as you said off the top, Rob, that Pasco. Slash Franklin County dealt with the needle exchange program with ideal option. We know this. We know the backstory. Uh, they, they were not allowed to continue in that location. They moved across the river, uh, found a location in Kennewick. There was much to do about that opening. And now a separate group, different group, is talking about one facet of the recovery um solutions i guess that they offer and support is a needle exchange. Now, will something come about this in Benton County? I, I if if I was in the predicting business, I would say yes at some point, maybe not anytime soon, but you go to the commissioners, you put yourself in front of the commissioners so that the next time you go and say, "Hey, <laughs> you know, maybe we could get some of that uh public uh funds that are in excess from the the safety tax, uh you know, maybe this group tries to to get some of it too. Hard to say. Here's what I found maybe the most
1: interesting out of out of what Councilman McKay had to say. And again, you know, he was there on his own behalf, not there on behalf of the city of Kennewick, yeah. or speaking for the city of Kennewick. Correct. Speaking on his own behalf. I thought it was very interesting that uh, uh, the same name that came up in Franklin County came up Yeah. <laughs> came up again with uh with with the city of Kennewick and again a similar statement of this is not what we were led to believe. Mm-hmm. So you know i'm stepping away from 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 the Benton Franklin recovery mission for a second and going back again to the, the same organization that has operated in is now operating this exchange in Kennewick it was operating in Franklin County this is the second legislative body that has pointed to the executive director of that group and said this is not what this person told us yeah now it's not kind of as much he said, she said. Now it's a little bit more of we're developing a pattern potentially mm-hmm. here. And yeah. so you you have to wonder what is the goal in if you are trying to do something and you have a mission that you believe in and you have something that you believe in is worthwhile. Why now is this the second time that we're hearing from another different group that there's misinformation involved and that
2: can only to me hurt what your goal and your mission is. You're up on the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA, who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Max calling in
4: from Kennewick.
2: Hi Max, what's on your mind? Well, I kind
4: of agree with uh City Council on uh you know Everything I know about treatment of addiction, you have to have someone who wants to uh, not be an addict. Until the person themselves comes to that point, you're just wasting effort and public funds. Uh, They'll keep uh, relapsing. Uh, Needle exchanges are public health. You're trying to stop the spread of disease. I get that. But it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with uh, recovery from addiction, and that needs to be made clear that uh, you know treatment of addiction is a complicated and in some cases a long process but it's a lifetime journey for people they have to want to do it uh they have to want to attend regular meetings and be aware of the issue that's lurking out there for them and it, it just won't work unless you have those components. It's been shown over and over again. So I get the public health part of needle exchanges. I'm kind of dubious about them in a lot of ways. Uh, but I don't think they belong on the same uh, platform as programs talking about prevention and treatment of addiction.
2: Appreciate the call, Max. Five four seven one six ten. Five oh nine five four seven one six ten. We got to take a timeout. We do. And Max actually opened the door to
1: exactly where we were heading. Yep. In this conversation. It's and almost like is, he knew
2: what we were talking
1: about. You know, we must be on the same <laughs> wavelength. And that exactly is what is really needed, needed to treat addiction. More of the bottom line next.
0: Now, back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610.
2: You can also email the program by going to the website 610KONA.com. Go to the bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. We're on Twitter, we're, you know, we're everywhere.
1: Yeah, and and in fact, actually, you know, you know where we found out we are today, where
2: we're on Spotify, dude. Are we? Our podcasts are on Spotify. Oh, now. Wow, aren't we something?
1: I, I guess that means we're special. I don't know.
2: Yes, that that's what it
1: means. We're Rob. very special. Yes, yes, that's what it means. We're very special. Five four seven one six ten. If you'd like to get involved, if you did miss do miss anything from the shows, you can catch the podcast six ten k one acom We have them posted for you there. Um, but we're talking about because again you know it's 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 not something that's going away it's not something that's going to go away anytime in the near future it's something that has been front and center in this community for the better part of the last year and a half and that is the 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 drive the push the desire to Deal with and attack the, and I'm not even going to call it the opioid crisis. It's the drug addiction problem. It's the drug addiction crisis. Yes. It's the, the drug addiction issue. Now, of course, all of them, legal yeah. and illegal, right? We, we, we can go back to the 1980s when we all remember Nancy Reagan telling us to just say no. Yeah, We can all go back to the commercials. This is your brain. This is your brain nice. on drugs. You have to fried egg yep. in the pan. Absolutely. You know, we've been inundated for decades. But you know what? The problem hasn't subsided. No. The problem hasn't gotten better. The problem arguably gets worse year in and year out. And why is that? Well, there's a couple of different reasons. Every time you turn around, there's a new drug hitting the market. There's a new variation of an old drug that's hitting the market. You know, this one now is mixed with this, 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 and this. I mean, I remember reading years ago about a drug that was, that was running its way through Russia called Croc. And it was a drug that was mixed with the kind of stuff you wouldn't go near with a match. And what it would do, it would eat your, it, you would you would in, uh, inject it, and it would begin to rot your muscles away from the inside out where there were pictures of people with holes in their body, yet they continued to do this drug. Oh, sounds like fun. Oh, absolutely. So... There always continues to be something else out there to add to the epidemic, and there continues to be a demand or, or or people out there that are doing, trying, being exposed. So it comes to the question of what is actually needed. Needed. Yes. Not we think. Needed. Because all this stuff is out there on the table. There's tons of stuff out there on the table. Right billions of dollars a year being thrown at it and it's
2: not getting better so let's boil it down to need based where should we spend that money exactly so there is i think one distinction that we should make is that throughout well throughout time probably but in in our lifetime and and our listeners lifetime you know the 60s were filled with illegal drugs the 70s were also the drugs themselves came and went but it was the illegal drugs and that's the ones that Nancy Reagan tell us told us to just say no about or the illegal drugs what we're seeing now is we have that and we also have addiction to prescription drugs the opioids we the ones that were prescribed to us by our doctor to deal with pain following a surgery or an injury or whatever, that you get addicted to those. So when we start having this conversation about what do we need, the conversation has changed because of the access to the legal prescription drugs that are also now causing a problem with addiction. Well, and keep in mind, the the marijuana that,
1: was smoked in the 1960s is nowhere near the marijuana that's being smoked today. I mean, it's 10 to, to 12 times stronger in THC content than it was in the 1960s. What does that do? It increases your ability to become addicted. And all of these drugs that, as you mentioned, were there in the 60s and 70s, the ability because due to modern chemistry and people, you know, the Walter Whites of the world, if you want to go in that direction, have increased the the addiction factor in
2: these drugs to such a degree that that in and of itself is a huge problem. You said something funny there. I'm surprised that uh, lawmakers haven't banned chemistry now (laughs) because that's clearly a problem. We got an email from uh, Carla from Richland. Carla writes, if you haven't already watched the documentary Seattle is Dying... All our city councils should watch this. It's a primer on what not to do and at least one possible solution that is working in other parts of the country. Appreciate the email, uh, Carla. If you'd like to send us an email, you can go to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. I have not seen the documentary. I've I've seen about it. I've seen it. You know, floating around social media, uh, you know some of the pros and cons uh, about it, and uh, you know, but I have not seen it, so I'm not going to I'm not going to endorse that product, yeah. uh, so to so to say. But um, you know, Carla thinks it's something that uh, our local lawmakers should take a gander at. So, what do we need? What is the solution? Is the sol- you know is the solution or part of the solution needle exchange programs? Is it getting, uh, you know, into the jails? Is it, you know, the mental health uh, capacity that we keep hearing about? The prescription drugs, the illegal ones. It's, it's It's a big, big, complex mess. Where do you think the money that's out there that we can get through grants and just regular funding should go to? 547-1610, 509-547-1610. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. It's the bottom line on News Radio 610-KONA, the area's only live local call-and-talk show. We're going to take a timeout, get you some local news headlines and more. Back with the program after this. can get in by
0: phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610kona.
2: You can email us too. Just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. This is the bottom line. News Radio 610kona at Dawson, Rob Francis, talking about addiction to legal drugs through prescriptions the illegal kind the epidemic the addiction epidemic that is pervasive throughout not only our area but all over the country and we seem to be having this debate about what the best course of action is for a while it was you know round up round up the the drug users uh, right along with the drug dealers put them in jail Uh, and because they broke the law. Well, then came along the idea that maybe we should try to help these people kick their addiction habit, but the jail isn't the right place for them because they're not really equipped, they're not a recovery center. So now you're starting to see more and more of these uh, centers, these addiction treatment centers, starting to position themselves to help take care of the problem. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, although the one component that comes up, not with everybody, but with a couple of them that we've seen now, is the needle exchange program, uh, something that uh, people, a lot of people around here, not everyone, but a lot of people around here seem to be against. So the question is, if we have money to throw at this problem, where should we throw it? 547-1610 Five four seven one six ten is the number. You know, it's interesting because
1: there are a lot of people out there with a lot of ideas on how to tackle the problem. You've got the traditional medicine-based approach, which recently an article was written saying that medications to treat opioid addiction are effective, but they're not being widely used.
2: Well, that seems silly, doesn't it?
1: Well, it it, it does. Um, You know, there was a committee that found that, you know, people that suffer from an opioid use disorder um, could really benefit from uh, the use of life-saving evidence-based medications and have a maximum effect. But yet, apparently, according to this article... um, a lot that they're not just being—they're just not being widely used. Whether it's because of uh, accessibility or insurance or whatever, um, they're not being widely used. So then you go into the other side of it, where you, you you deal with the you deal with the addiction as a in a therapeutic way, where you are you have counseling involved. You mm-hmm. have you try to get to the root of the beginning. What. What was it that pushed you? What was it that got you in front of this? How did you become addicted in the first place? Were there contributing factors? Did you have a loss? Was there a trauma? Um, you know, were you looking to get away from the? You know, working in that angle. Okay. Then we've got the. You've got the combination element where you try it with medications and you try with therapy and go from there. But it seems more and more we just are seeing more and more money go out. And, and, you know, in this discussion, and again, as, you know, the Benton County commissioners heard some testimony today uh, from a group that believes needle exchange is part of that solution. The th- the thing that I find most interesting about that is most of what I've read and heard regarding that is to prevent the spread of transmittable diseases. Mm-hmm. It's to spread prevent the spread of bloodborne diseases: hepatitis B, hepatitis C, HIV, so on and so forth.
2: Which is a good argument, right, but, but you don't hear a lot about treatment. That's right. It, it seems hear, to be two different, yeah, it things seems that be, are running parallel it, with each right. other. Right. It's it's
1: like, it's like th- this. the The goal of this, yes, is to prevent the transmission of bloodborne diseases like Hep B, Hep C, and HIV.
2: Right. But while we're where's, doing that, we could also treat, hand right. out thousands of clean needles to addicts. Exactly. It's like it's like how exactly, and I've never,
1: I have yet to hear a. A believable argument that says this is a treatment. This is a treatment option. You prevent fine. I believe that it. No question. Believe, but that it's it spreads exactly. But but it doesn't do anything. When it, it, it's it's like again giving somebody something to enable behavior that is a problem. You're giving them a clean one to go home and use. Instead of saying, you know what? Here's a better idea. I'll give you this on one condition: you sit here for an hour, and we talk about all this. And, and let's let's we've got this medication that, that that really does work for people who are addicted to opioids. Why don't we try this instead of? This? That's not part of the process. It's here you go. Hope you don't get Hep C. Have a good day.
2: Use that, that using the using the clean needles as a carrot towards actual treatment. That's that's one thing. You know, just simply offering the you know the the clean needles without much teeth to it. You see what I'm saying? Well, it, well, it, it, does uh, is that doing more harm than good? Well, and and, and in all reality, my opinion, yes,
1: because there, there's nothing. There's nothing that says that you can't just go and go, here you go, thank you, goodbye. There's no dealing with, there's no push, there's no aspect, there's no forcing on the table. And in all honesty, if you've got a product that somebody wants, if they want it bad enough, you can put a stipulation on it. For example, how many products are out there that you can't buy unless you meet certain criteria? hmm Why can't you do the same thing? Why can't you say, oh, okay, you're here for a clean needle exchange? Well, here's the deal. You can't get a needle unless you go through this amount of, of treatment or therapy. Every time you come in, you have to sit through this. Maybe after the third or fourth, to, and maybe it might take a while, but maybe after the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, two-hour ser- sermon or two-hour thing, it finally starts to sink in because whatever clicks. But just to be able to walk in and go here, you go. Thanks, goodbye. Like a simple transaction at McDonald's, to me is that's not a treatment
2: option. That's not a treatment. So you're proposing the timeshare approach. You know what? Timeshare's fine. <laughs> sit in the chair sit for two the, hours. Sit through the timeshare thing, and you get uh, you know a free night stay at a resort or something. You know what? You sit down in this chair. We'll clockwork orange your eyes. You're gonna watch
1: this video a few times. And then you're gonna walk out of here a new person. But but what I'm saying, there's no, there's nothing that there's no strings to it. There's yeah. no attachment to it. You know, there's nothing that says. And 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 that's that's part of the problem. If you truly want to treat a problem, you have to you have to take away that option. You can't just say, okay, here, come on in and get a needle. It has to be, if you want this, then you have to go through this much. You have to go through this amount of time. Learning about your addiction or hearing about the damage your addiction is causing, and you can roll your eyes for an hour and a half if you want, but you're not getting this until you are actually gone through this with, with somebody that's involved in this program. Otherwise,
2: there's, 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 there's no treatment. It's just exchange of goods. Goodbye. Have a five, nice day. 54716105095471610, oh, if you'd like to weigh in on this conversation. What is needed? Truthfully, you know, whether you're for or against needle exchange, whether you're for or against, uh, you know, doing some sort of uh, interventions in jails or, you know, whatever, uh, whatever it is, we've got funding. We've got there, there is funding available. The, you know, the legislature, you know, local jurisdictions are willing to spend money on a solution. But where should that money be spent? At what level do you think funding would have the biggest impact on this problem? 5471610 is the number. 5095471610. You can email us too by going to the website 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment.
1: Uh, there's a lot of programs and things out there that that really seem to have some teeth and some bite, okay? But then it comes down to going and it comes down to the money. And I'd really love to see a study done, be it at the state level, be it at the national level, of how much money is being laid out and how much progress is being made. I'd really love to see a number from all of these groups that are out there they get funding at different levels what what is what what is it? How is this going? How is this money being spent? What is the return on investment? How many people are benefiting from this program? How many success stories do you have and and an and, and a success story a success story is somebody that stays clean and sober. A success story isn 't somebody that goes five days and then relapses. A success story that 's not a success story, and the whole just one person thing. It's, it's, it's so overdone. You know, it's about more than one person because there's more than one person that's addicted. There's more than one person that, that is affected by someone who has an addiction. So it's not just a one, if we can help one person. You need to have higher goals than that. You need to be willing to help more than one person. So I'd love to see how many people That are going through the treatment are going through it successfully. And maybe that's where you target your need based on their successes. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com
0: hotline. 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610. K-O-N-A.
2: Rob Francis at Dawson and you five four seven one six ten is the number. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
3: Yeah, this is uh, Joe from Arlington, Oregon.
2: Uh, Joe, what's on your mind?
3: Hey, uh, you know, I just uh, get to listen to you guys every once in a while. I really like the show, but um, I was uh, thinking the the addiction problem in um, the needle exchange. You know, a needle exchange is there because uh, those people will do pretty much anything for the drug so if if you put uh stipulation in there that they have to go through so much they're just going to ignore it um and and further their own problem before they will accept the the stipulation is is my opinion yeah and that's my my experience with addiction is it it overtakes everything in your life and
2: so, anyways, no, and appreciate the the call. And you're absolutely right. There's there is that element. I guess what I would say to that is, at least you're you you've got their ear for a little while. As it is right now, you you come in, they exchange needles, clean ones for dirty ones, and you say, hey, you know, we also have counseling. Nah, no thanks, I'm good. See ya. Uh, you have zero chance. At least with, you know, this requirement of making them sit down and and hear a pitch. Yeah, uh, you might have a shot.
1: Bob S. Listening in Richland shot us an
2: email. Said I can only
1: speak about alcoholism, but other addictions use same program, twelve steps, that have a long term recovery rate. Statistics are difficult to report due to the anonymity of the programs. But just visit an open meeting and talk to the members and see for yourself. By the way, A A N A and C
2: A. Cost the taxpayer nothing. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Hey, this is Sean. Uh, Hi, Sean. Um, what's up?
4: Hey, I think if you want to fix the drug problem in this country, you either follow Portugal's example or you follow China's example.
2: Okay. What, 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 is, what do they do?
4: Well, Portugal in 2001 legalized all drugs and so prisoners and put them into therapy instead of prison. China doesn't execute you for drug violations. Well, the amount of executions that were done in China over drug violations are way less than how many people have died in the U.S. over drugs.
0: Interesting.
1: So, okay. so, so Sean's got the basically all or nothing approach. Legalize
2: it all or, or ban it all and the punishment is a well, bit Well, actually, severe. legalize it all. I kill them all. That's <laughs> right. This <is> China's option. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Joe. Hi, Joe. What's up? Well, you know, I've
5: always thought that this statement that uh, you can't win the drug war is just for lack of trying. They're just... They're, they want to throw money at it, and they want to do all these feel-good programs, but nobody really tries to stop the drug war. But having said that, that I believe it can be beaten. Having said that, I think these other programs where you give them needles and a safe injection site and all this other stuff only condones their their uh, foolish behavior. And so you're telling them, you know, we know we can't stop you. We know you're going to do it anyway. So, hey, let's just make it easy for you. That's my personal opinion, that when you condone something by giving in in, in any amount uh, to what they're doing, you wouldn't raise your children uh, and tell them you can't have Coca-Cola. You, well, I don't want you drinking all this soda, but you can have one every day so you don't have withdrawal symptoms. That's just craziness. If you don't want them doing something, don't tell them that it's kind of okay.
2: Appreciate the call, Joe. As always, five four seven one six ten is the number five zero nine five four seven one six ten. Here on the bottom line, you know, but ultimately, there
1: have been things that have worked, that have been successful, and you know, I go back to Bob's email, and AA and NA and and all of those other programs started long before. Tons of federal money started getting dumped into, you know, the the other approaches of trying to deal with this. We need to set this up. We need to set that. We need to focus on this. We need to focus on this. The people that went into those programs went into them either because they decided they needed the help or they were mandated to go in to get the help. And that's the beginning. You have
2: to want or be around or... or you can't just throw money at it. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
4: Hey, this is Willie from uh, Tri Cities.
2: Hi, Willie. You got about a minute.
4: Go ahead. Oh, it's a real quick point. Uh, it seems the war on drugs is more a political issue than really doing anything. Because, in my opinion, giving them needles is the sa- saying that's going to help with the epidemic is the same as uh, saying that uh, giving money to panhandlers will end homelessness.
1: Hmm. You, you know, and That's an interesting perspective. But, you know, he's got a point. I mean, look, we talked about this before. If you don't solve a problem, you can continue to campaign on it. If you don't solve a problem, right. you can continue to talk about it. And the longer you don't do anything about it, the longer you're able to talk about it and use it to your advantage or your opponent's disadvantage. You know, everybody agrees you can't find a single person in Congress that will say that this is a bad thing, that this isn't a bad thing. But you also can't find a single person in Congress that's willing to do a damn thing about it. And I don't mean that in a, in a you know, in a, in a non-caring way, but... In an effective way. In an effective way. It's like, what do I mean, they have no idea what to do. They have no no idea where to go. They rely on people to come in and give them pitches about things based on, quote, expert advice as the expert advice is seeing dollar signs in their eyes because they're asking for federal money. And here you've got lawmakers that are not doctors, that are not experts, that are not involved in this field thinking to themselves and trying to trying to digest everything that's coming to determine if they're going to throw federal money in this direction or state money in this direction. And the people that are making the pitch, oh, yeah, you know, this is so this and so forth. Well, where are the results? And again, one person. you got to have higher goals than one person. You know, we started the one-person-at-a-time approach in the 80s. It's failed because there are more people addicted now. So one at a time is fail. We need to have higher goals than one at a time. How about we
2: go to 100 at a time?
1: Let's try that one.
2: Well, there's always hypnosis. Mass you know hypnosis. What? If it'll work. 547-1610 <laughs> five, five, is the number for the show. Our number one is in the books. Our number two is on deck, but not before we get you some local news and ABC news. This is the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. <music>